Hey, 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 it's your girl, Tiffany Anita, and we're back with a podcast for this week. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Faith Glorious. Happy Monday. I know you guys had a great weekend. It's time to get started with your week. You want to be covered. I want you to be inspired to go forward this week with an open heart, with a loving heart, a giving heart. I'm excited, guys, because this weekend was a weekend of rest for me. This weekend, I pretty much just stayed at home, spent quality time with my family, and really was able to get up and get into my prayer closet. And... I do that because I want to cover myself for the whole entire week coming up. So we never know what we're going to face when we go to work, when we're traveling on the road, when we're dealing with the public. So I try to get into my prayer closet to cover myself. I also try to write in my journal things that I want to do, things that I want to accomplish, things that I want. God to know what's on my heart, things I might want to say and don't know how to say them. So I write them out. So and when I get in my prayer closet, I'm learning to express myself more with my relationship with God. Ladies, this topic today, I was like, whoa, it blew my mind. The reason why it blew my mind is because we're talking about five influential women in the bible the five influential women in the bible ladies (laughs) i'm here to tell you the things that these women endured i don't even know if i would be able to even do it so sit back get ready we're getting ready to start
All right, ladies, let's go ahead and dive into this session. And the reason why I'm playing this song, Know You, is because you really have to know God. These women really knew God in order for them to sacrifice and do the things that they did. Listen, this blew my mind. When I really sat back and I thought about how each of the five women really sacrificed because they knew God. They wanted to know God. They wanted him more. They were inspired by God. It blew my mind. I had to really dig deep into this lesson. The first young lady I want to talk about in this lesson, guys, it was Hannah. Hannah and Samuel. Listen. Hannah was barren. She wanted a son, but God didn't grant her one. She begged and begged and begged for a son. In return, she promised that she would dedicate this young man to God. Services. Listen, when I tell you, Hannah kept her word. Hannah had a son. He was born and then she followed through on her promise. She took the child to Eli, the priest, and left him to be raised in the temple. She continued to have influence over the boy's life for many years. As we know, her son grew up to be Samuel, one of the most influential, influential excuse me, and godly man in the Bible. Okay, listen. As hard as it may be for her to do, she kept her promise. How many of us today would have done that? Like, let that sink in. How many of you would have been praying for something for years and God did not grant it to you? And then when he finally granted to you and you promised to take it, nurture it, teach it and then turn it back over to God give it back to God how many of us can honestly say that we would keep our promise to God you wanted the baby say for instance you and your husband wanted the baby for so long you went to the doctors and the doctors told you that you can't have a child and you prayed and you cried and you fasted you kept the faith you pray and you continue to pray until the point that you was getting to the point where you were saying, you know what, this may never happen. Okay. But then you go back into your prayer closet and you pray again. And then God grants you your request. You're happy. You're joyful. You're excited. When you see that um, picture of that baby on that screen, when you go and have the sonograms done and then all of a sudden you have the baby. And then when you have the baby and then you take the baby and you dedicate the baby back to God. Okay. Keep it in mind that you promised him that you was going to, you know, turn him over and allow his will to be done. How many of us would do that? How many of us would actually sacrifice? God granted you a gift. 
You turn around and you sacrifice that gift only to keep your word. If you one thing about I learned in this lesson was the fact that Hannah was barren. She wanted a child. God granted her a child. She kept her promise, not knowing that God was going to make Samuel's name great. Hannah didn't know that God was going to make Samuel's name great. She didn't know it. And he ended up being one of the influential godly men in the Bible. How amazing is that? So what she thought was going to be for her bad by giving her child back, she took her child and gave it to Eli the priest. And he was raised in a temple. And then he grew up and his name was made great. Look how God turned that thing around for her. I'm like, whoa, come on, Hannah. Come on, girl, come through. Hannah came through. Ladies, let me tell you something. This is why I rock with God. Because God will take something and create something amazing. This is why I rock with God. The second lady I'm going to bring up is Abigail. Listen. Abigail's story can be found in 1 Samuel 1 and 25. While she is described to be as beautiful as in the Bible, unlike many other women influenced in the Old Testament, she is also described as the intelligent, clever, and great understanding woman in the Bible. Okay, to top it all off, she had the beauties, she had the braves, and then she was also brave. But keep in mind, Abigail was humble. She was humble. And she was married to a wealthy, but unscru uh, how do you say unscru uh, unscrupulous man named Nabal. Okay, I know I messed that word up. Yeah, I don't take that for granted. <laughs> I jacked that word up. Okay, listen, Abigail used her wisdom along with her wealth to plead for the safety of her husband's household. Did you hear what I just said? David, the future king of Israel, swore to seek vengeance after being insulted by Nebel, but was so moved by Abigail's humble plea that his heart turned. Come on, ladies. How many of us can say that we put our humble cloth on to save your husband, your boyfriend, whatever it took for Abigail to do it, she did it. And because David saw that she was humble, his heart turned. Now, listen, I know a lot of people that would say, I ain't about to put my life on the line for no man. I ain't about to do that, you know. You know, it's plenty of men, plenty of fish in the sea. How many of us have a love for your people, for your husband, 
for your, you know, spouse. As we say, sometimes we have boyfriends, we call them our spouse, you know, how it goes. How many of us can say that we are willing to sacrifice for something for your family? Abigail did it. She wasn't mean. She wasn't rude or anything. She was already wealthy. She was worthy. She already had everything. She used her humble side. Okay? Her humble side. Listen, Abigail told Neville that she had taken an offering to David and by doing so, turning back the king and his 400 soldiers. Neville was shocked to learn that his whole household could have been destroyed. So shocked, in fact, that in the Bible says his heart died within him and he became as stone and within 10 days he was dead you understand what i'm saying and when david heard the news that neville was dead he sent to he sent for abigail to become his wife david saw within her a virtual honest and she had a desire to protect her family david saw that in her Listen, for somebody to see that you are willing to lay it all on the line for something that you love, would you lay it all on the line for something that you love? Your family, would you lay it all on the line? How many of us can say that we will lay it all out on the line for something that we love? Come through Abigail. Listen, I'm telling you something. These women, these women are very inspiring. The next woman I want to talk about is Queen Esther. Listen, we all know in the Bible, Esther was a heron. And she was saved by the Jewish people. Okay. She was recognized for mostly her strength, her bravery, and her dignity. She was chosen by the Persian king to be his wife and a contestant, not knowing that she was a Jew. He didn't know that she was a Jew now. When the king's right-hand man, Harden, came up in the plan to kill the Jews, Esther's uncle found her and pleaded with her to spare Israel. Even though she was his wife, she was not about to allow them to kill the Jewish she was going to look out for her people. Okay. Esther believed that she was chosen by God to save her own people. And she agreed to go in front of the king. Like nobody went in front of the king. But she was willing to put everything on the line and go in front of the king. Anyways. And she won his favor. And her people were saved. She didn't even let fear. Or the position that she was in. Stand in the way. Of her saving her people. Guys. How many of you. Would do that. How many of you. Would. Not allow fear. To come in. Or the position. That you in. To keep you from. 
achieving a goal that you want. Esther did not. Esther knew what she had to do. Esther knew her people needed to be saved. She went and she went before that king and she conquered. She spared, her people were spared. That's why I said in the beginning, she was recognized for her strength. Because she took strength to go before the king. Nobody went before the king. Esther did. Okay? It took bravery. Could you imagine standing before the king knowing, okay, I'm his wife. He may not honor my request, but I'm going to fight for my people anyway. So she, it took bravery to do that. Dignity. She had a lot of dignity for the simple fact these people were Jews. They did not like the Jews. But because of her bravery, because of her strength, because of her boldness, because of her dignity, because of the love that she had for her people, her people were spared. Amen. Her people were spared. The next lady was Ruth. Ruth was another example of having humbleness. And she was a woman of God. Now, Ruth was a type of woman who had been separated from God, but she received. She was received by God, by grace alone. Okay. Boris, whom she would later marry, was a symbol of God's of Jesus Christ who received us, even though we are mostly certainly not, um, not worthy. Okay. Remember now, Ruth was a, a morbid. She was a morbid. Ruth lost her husband. Ruth had basically lost it all. She basically lost it all. And she was very humble. Like she went and she worked and then she lay at, she laid at the person's feet. Listen, I don't know about y'all, but these women in the Bible, like is really showing out the things that they did for their people. They did not even think about self. Ruth didn't think about self. When I was reading the book of Ruth, Ruth, who was entering into a nation of Israel with Naomi. And it says, for where you go, I go. And for where you loathe, I loathe. Meaning wherever you sleep, I'm going to sleep. Wherever you go, I'm going to go. And she said this. She said, your people shall be my people. And your God shall be my God. And when you die, I will die. How many of y'all would jump up and leave the only home you know to follow behind a loved one? How many of you would leave the only home you know to go sleep wherever that person slept. That person could be sleeping by a garbage can. That person could be sleeping in a hotel. That person could be sleeping on the street. 
you're going to leave from where you are so comfortable at to go follow behind that person that you love. Take up their religion. Eat where they eat. Sleep where they sleep. Go where they go. And then she said, if you die, I will die. That means that she has so much dignity and such a love for her people and for Naomi that she was willing to put her life on the line. How many of us will be able to put our life on the line for something that you love? The next young lady I want to talk about is Mary, the mother of Jesus. Now, we all know Mary is the mother of mothers, the mother of Jesus Christ. She is the most recognized and admired figure in the Bible. The whole entire Bible. We already knew Mary was humble. She was willing to serve God. Even when she faced the unknown. Mary was still out there. And Mary didn't even. Listen. When Jesus was a little boy. And remember when Jesus got separated from his parents. And. Mary and Joseph was looking around for Jesus and looking around for Jesus and looking around for Jesus. That's just like a parent, a parent would go on Walmart and they, they get misplaced for their children and they be looking around for their kids and they didn't have to go to the intercom and be like, you know, I'm looking for a three-year-old child. Da, 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 da. And then, you know, if anybody see a little three-year-old child with a red coat on or whatever, and then somebody bring them to the front and then the parent be like, where you been? I've been looking all over for you. Listen. Mary was looking for Jesus. Joseph was looking for Jesus. They were searching and searching and searching and searching when they saw a crowd of people. They walked through the crowd. There go Jesus. And then she was like, Jesus, where have you been? I've been looking all over you. Jesus turned around, looked at her. She said, he said, did you not know where I was? Did you not know I was in my father's house? That right there alone. Jesus was like, didn't I tell you, Mary, I was going to my father's house? Did you not know I would be in my father's house? Powerful. Blew my mind. Young child. A young child. With such a boldness and a heart. Of the heart of God. He told Mary. Did you not know I'd be at my father's house? Mary is a great example. Of how Christians should be inspired. To be in all circumstances. This woman. Was about the most humble. And submissive servant of God. Mentioned in the Bible. Humble. Humbleness will take you a long ways, ladies. Boldness will take you a long ways. Willingness will take you a long ways. These women in the Bible 
Like I told you, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. I was like, when you sit back and you look at all the different things these women did for their people, for their family, for their loved ones. But one thing about it that I loved about the five influential women in the Bible, not one time, not one time did they complain. Not one time did they complain about, I've been waiting a long time, God, to have a baby. Or, or now you're going to make me give him up or these are not my people. Why, why should I, why should I go before the king and, 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 and beg for their life? You know, you know, why should I do that? You know, why should I leave my home and, 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 and follow behind somebody and, and, and sleep where they sleep and go where they go? Not one time did these women complain. Because guess what? Just like Jesus said to Mary, do you know not, do you do not know who my father is? That's what I played the song. Know you. You have to know who God is. You have to know who he is. Do you not know who my father is? That's just like you go on your job and somebody grouped up and they holding the conversation and they're they're talking about you behind your back or whatever else you know would you be one to either would you would you confront the person or would you just pray about the situation me personally if someone says something about me i'm not going to confront the person i'm in a place in my life i just basically walk by and smile Cause in my mind, I'm saying to myself, do you not know who my father is? <laughs> do you not know my father is crazy about me? Do you not know who you put mouth on? That's why you have to put the whole armor on and allow God to fight your battles for you. And when he fight them battles for you, honey, you don't even have to say a word. Next thing you know, that person that come back and be the most humblest person that you ever known. Not knowing that you overheard them saying things about you. God will turn the heart of people and bring the same people back to you. This week, guys, I don't know what you're facing or what you're going to deal with. But before you go out into the world, before you go to work, you have to cover yourself. Think about it. And the next time you get into a situation, confrontation, whatever it may be, think about the five influential women in the Bible. What would Esther do? What would Abigail do? What would Hannah do? What would Ruth do? What would Mary do? Think about it. Put yourself in their shoes. Think about yourself, but think about others first. 
Like I said, I'm Tiffany Anita. I'm here to inspire you. I'm here to influence you. I'm here to be to be a you know a listening ear for you. I'm here to guide you. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast weekly. Tune in. It's always going to be something different. It's always going to be a different topic. It's always going to be something that's going to feed your spirit. Like I said, subscribe to the podcast. Meet me back here. Think about it. I want you guys to have a great Monday. I want you guys to be motivated. I want you guys to share this word. I want you to share with your friends to encourage your friend, encourage your friend to get on the podcast because what you may know, somebody else may not know. So encourage your friend to listen in right here on my station, Faith Gloria Podcast Weekly. We're soon going to be having some giveaways. I want you guys to start leaving comments and I'll respond to them. If you have any questions, let me know. I'll try my best to answer them. I love you girls. Be blessed. Be safe. Stay powerful.